we're by the scene of the Heilige Chayza, Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak and Avram Eliezer Levi Horowitz, and uh, a, descend, a direct descendant of the Heilige Shlach Kudush, and the Bach. His, um, he was a Talmud of the Magid Bimezrich, and um, took over afterwards. He actually moved to Lublin in 1794, opened up a base medrash, and thousands and thousands of Hasidim actually flocked to learn from him. Some of his Talmidim are all familiar with the Yida Kodosh, some Chabinim, uh, Reb Meir of Apta, Reb David of Lelov, Yismach Moshe, the Heilige Bnei Soscha, the Rabshitza, the Ma'or Shemesh, the Sashulim of Bells. We're talking about some of the greatest Sadiqim were his Talmidim. So we can understand if that was a Talmud, then can you imagine who the Rebbe was? So I just want to give you a few mices, just so we should understand who was the Chayza. First of all, the Chayza every single day said Birchas HaShacha. And they say that anyone that was present at the time when the Chayza said Birchas HaShacha, when he said the Brochas, the Malachim answered Amen in that case um, over there. The Chayza once said the following. He said, I prefer a Russia who knows he's a Russia to a Tzaddik that knows he's a Tzaddik. Why? Because the Russia knows the MS. But anyone who thinks he's a Tzaddik is actually deceiving himself. And in keeping with the Baal Shem Tov's teaching, the Chayza was very, very big into maintaining Simcha. I mentioned this once in the Tzvedah Sheh. If I'm not mistaken, the Chayza had a minig that right before he davened, he went to a child and he gave them a lollipop. And then he went to daven. And the Tamidah said, Rebbe, what are you doing before davening giving a lollipop to a kid? He said, you have to understand, when you give a kid a lollipop, he gets all geschmack, he's besimcha, he's happy. A lollipop is great for a kid, right? I want that simcha. I want to daven metruk simcha. So the main I give a kid a lollipop, I see the simcha he has, I want to try to reflect that simcha and be able to daven in the same way as well. And that's what, uh, that's what he was very, very into. In fact, the Chayza, before learning Torah, right before he learned Torah, he was very, very big on of. Before learning Torah, he would say, how dare I learn Torah? How dare I learn Torah? It's not even a game. One time he was coming back from Tashlich, Rosh Hashanah, and he met Rabbi Naftali Rabshitz, the Heilige Rabshitzer, and the Rabshitzer was running towards the river that the, the, the Chayzer was just coming from Tashlich. And he said, uh, the Chayzer said, Rabbi Naftali, where, where are you going? Where are you running to? So the Rabshitzer answered, I'm going to retrieve all the Averis that the Rebbe, the Chayzer, threw away because whatever the Rebbe considers Averis are actually mitzvahs for me. That's what... Uh, that's, what the, that's where the Chayzer was holding in that case. Just to give you another uh, example as well. The, why was he called the Chayzer? Because he worked his entire life on the Koyach he would, cover his, he would cover his eyes from the public and he would make people walk with him to be able to see what was going on. He was actually blind in one eye. And even though he was blind in one eye and because he protected his eyes so well, he was able to see from one end of the world to the other end of the world uh, before the Rebbe, the Rebbe Ramaylach, that we're going to be Ezer Hashem, just a few hours, we're going to go to the Heilige Tzi and the Rebbe Ramaylach, right before the Rebbe Ramaylach was Nifta, he divided his koichos into four of his primary Talmidim. The Leiv, he gave to the Koshnet Samagid. The Moyach, he gave to Rebbe Nachem Mendel of Rimanov. The Enayim, the eyes, the Choizim Lublin, and the Peh, he gave to the Apterov. That was the Rebbe Ramaylach gave over to his Talmidim. His Midah of Kas, was, was very, very much worked on as well. In fact, once on Erev Pesach, a man came to his house crying for food. He was desperate for food. The Rebetzin answered the door, and she gave him some matzahs. He wanted some matzahs. She gave him Erev Pesach. I'll some matzah. Why not? Leila said that she had given him the matzahs 
that the Rebbe had baked and put aside for the Rebbe to use for Leil HaSeda. The Rebbe, of course, copped it, didn't say a word, everything continued as normal. And at the end of the Seda, he turned to his wife and he said the following. He said, a mashu of chometz is the Rabbonon. A mashu of kas is a doraisa. And the person has to be careful. We'll end with one last maisa, of which I don't know all the details. I think I said it here last time I was here four years ago, but I can't find the paper, so I'm not going to say all the details. But the basic idea was that when the Chayza died, his kids uh, divided amongst themselves some of his possessions. One of his children took his clock. The clock in his study, the clock in his office was a big clock, and he decided he was going to take it. And he took it with him, and he went traveling the world. He put himself in Golis, and he got to an inn, and he stayed there for a few days, and the innkeeper said, okay, now you're leaving, can you pay me? He realized he forgot his money. He got nothing. So the innkeeper said, have you got anything to give me? Do you have anything of value? He said, oh, I actually remember, I have a clock. I have a clock that belonged to my father. My father was one of the biggest Rabbanim in Lublin. I'll give you that clock. The innkeeper wasn't excited about a clock, but he said, you know something, a clock is a clock, no problem. He took it, he put it in one of the bedrooms of the guests of the inn, no problem. Years and years later, I can't remember which tzaddik it was. I don't remember, but one of the tzaddikim came to stay in the inn. And he posh couldn't fall asleep. Pasha couldn't fall asleep the whole night. He tried this way, that way. It just didn't go. He went to the innkeeper and he said, there's something going on in this room. There's something happened. Who stayed in this room? No one. No one has ever stayed in this room of any prominence. Can't be. He looked around. He looked around. He said, is there anything in this room that belongs to anyone? He said, actually, that clock, I seem to remember that someone told me his father, a chayzer or something. That's his clock. And then he chapped. That's the clock of the chayzer. The Chayzer was so busy with, with Mashiach, Mashiach is coming, Mashiach is coming. Every second that ticked to the Chayzer was another second closer that Mashiach is coming. He said, no wonder I can't sleep in this room. This is the room that the Chayzer, the clock that the Chayzer used to wait for Mashiach. That was his waiting, his yearning for Mashiach. And that was the message that the Chayzer brings to us as well. Shitaka, Daven over here for Mashiach. Daven over here that the Rabbani Shem brings us Mashiach. Yeshua to Klal Yisrael. Amen. Sure.